Welcome to episode 7 of the Cody365 podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about essentialism. Now, I've just watched the Becoming an Essentialist video by Matt Diavella on YouTube. So I would highly recommend you checking that out as well. It's about 30 minutes worth every second of your time. Uh, he sits down with author Greg McEwen and talks about his book, Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. And it is a highly interesting conversation and something I have been trying to give a good deal of thought to over the last number of months. <clears throat> now, you may be asking yourself, like, what the heck is essentialism? Uh, you may have heard of minimalism, but not essentialism. And they're similar concepts, but essentially the difference, no pun intended, is that essentialism focuses on accomplishing more with less. And it's that mindset that I think is key, because especially... In the U.S., we live where we are continued to feel pressure to do more. And when you ask people how they're doing, they say, good, but I'm busy. Great, but I'm busy. Oh, I'm busy. Busy, 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 busy. And they're just, there's pressure to keep up with the Joneses and just do things. And I think that in a way that I unintentionally promote this, through my social media as well, because I sometimes follow odd hours or I, I work on a lot of different projects, this being one of them, and it makes other people look at it and be like, well, I should be doing more. And maybe inspiration is good, but pursuing more and doing more for the sake of doing more or because you want to do as much as someone else is crazy. You should only achieve what you want to. Let's unpack that a little because I know that's like, okay, great. Thanks for that. But I think there's this false sense that we need to have multi-billion dollar portfolios or million dollar portfolios and things houses traveling going to Ibiza all right I had to throw that one in there but that's not really success for everyone sure that's success for some people but it's not success for everyone and I think part of why I like essentialism in minimalism minimalism is that it forces you to think about what success looks like for you and whether that means you have your job from finishing high school that you love and you get to go to work and do every day working for someone else and you're very happy or you're the CEO of three of your own companies that you started, anywhere on that spectrum is fine. As long as you understand that what matters most to you and focus only on those things. And that's really what essentialism is about, is taking life and dissecting it into how we spend our resources, our time, our energy, our focus, 
and cutting out the things that aren't essential to us achieving what's important to us. Because a lot of the times we, we don't spend time doing that. And over time, we end up accumulating processes and tasks and goals that aren't even our own or are just byproducts of something else that we've done and we've never taken time to get rid of them. And we carry this burden of, oh, well, you know, I'll get to that, I'm busy, or I'll get, I'll do that later. And eventually later never comes because you're building an unending amount of tasks for yourself. And later never happens because you need to make later happen today. But because you continue to say yes and you don't understand how to say no, you never get to later. And there are silly things that I do. They're not really silly. I guess I shouldn't say it that way. But there are things that I do in my life that are in pursuit of that as well. Like, for example, I'm very detailed in terms of how I keep my apartment. But I don't really like to do that stuff on an ongoing basis because it's really not most meaningful for me. So I bought a robotic vacuum. I got a Roomba something. And it goes every Monday, Wednesday, Friday in the morning after I'm gone for work. It goes and vacuums my apartment for me. And it does a really good job. And I come back and don't have to worry about cleaning the floor. I do a deep clean every two months or so where I really get down into the carpet and everything. But on a regular basis, my routine doesn't include me having to vacuum and worry about the floor because it's done for me. And there are things like dry cleaning my laundry that I probably will get to eventually to doing that because I've identified that as something that does not give me joy and yet I still do it because financially it is one of the things that I've decided that I can withhold on for a number of years to meet my financial goals, but I'm building routines and saying no to things more often than I'm saying yes, or at least having the conversation with myself around whether this is something that I should say yes to and something that will add value, energy, focus, intention, happiness to my life. And I think we get so caught up in doing more or looking to others and just going and diving right in but never completing things that we just end up with this hodgepodge of life and life happens to us rather than life happening for us. And I think that's really what it comes down to, is creating a life that happens for us. And that doesn't mean that everything's going to be perfect, but because we're in control and because we're thinking through what is important to us in our lives, we're able to cut out the things that don't matter as much to us. So yeah, and that's part of the reason this podcast isn't an hour long, because I've decided to do it consistently 
every single day, but I have 24 hours in my day and putting an hour of that or more towards this is not something that at this current point makes sense. There are other things that I value more that get my yes. So I say no to longer form podcast for the sake of consistency and for the sake of saying yes to other things. But this is something that's important to me in the long term. And so doing it consistently, even in smaller increments, is important. So I'm doing it. And I'm doing it every single day. And so far, it's amazing what I'm accomplishing by just doing a little bit of it every single day. It's not that I need to jump in and do like an hour long form podcast where I've done two hours of research beforehand and I have show notes and a whole plan about what I'm going to talk through already ready for me. And I do have other podcasts where that's the format that I will use more frequently, but that's not for this. And I think just evaluating life consistently about what's adding energy, what's taking energy away, what are my goals for myself, where do I find happiness, and then cutting out the things that don't accomplish that is so crucial. And may feel overwhelming at first, I think, because as I talked about earlier, you kind of accumulate tasks and routines and goals over the course of a lifetime. And starting to pull back those layers can feel overwhelming at first because there's so many. But then eventually you get a tighter entire more concentric circle of tasks or things that align with your objective and you're continually just reevaluating those smaller things and you have your criteria criteria so that when new things come in you can quickly and more intentionally evaluate and say okay well while that's cool it's going to take away from me by saying yes to that thing that opportunity i'm saying no to this other thing and that doesn't align with my goals, or my happiness. So I'm going to say no and keep that circle small. So today and tomorrow and for however long it takes, actually it's a journey. So start today, but begin the journey of living a more intentional life. Look at the things that you do on a regular basis And if there's things that don't bring you joy or energy and focus and aren't helping you achieve your goals for yourself, your goals, not someone else's goals for you, or just cut those things out. Live in essentialism and live happier. All right. Go make it happen. Peace. (laughs) 